Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Real Housewives of Orange County Bravo Blogs, read to you by me, Eric, from YourRealityRecaps.com. Now, for those of you that don't know, I'm reading the actual Bravo Blogs written by the ladies each week on the Bravo website. I'm just doing it for you here in audio form, because sometimes we all can't get to the website in time and read it, and there's all those ads. And hey, I also like to interject my thoughts while I'm reading to you guys, because I don't read them ahead of time, and then we get to experience it all together. And if you're listening to this on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo, make sure you comment in the section below this audio file and let me know what you think of what I'm saying or what the Bravo ladies are saying each week, because I love hearing from all of you and interacting with you. Now, you should also know that you can get these audio vlog blog readings to go in iTunes or Stitcher. And if you're getting it in iTunes or Stitcher, make sure you leave us a nice review and a five-star rating. It really helps support our shows. Of course, some other ways to help support us is using the Amazon.com ad on the homepage of our website in the sidebar. You just click it to start any of your online shopping. You guys don't pay any more, and we get a little bit back. Of course, you could also make a donation directly through PayPal. That's in the sidebar as well. Or what we are most excited about is our patron campaign, where you guys get access to exclusive content, uh, prize giveaways, swag, special forums, so much more exclusive only to our patron members. So if that sounds like something you guys are interested in, you can check out it in the sidebar on our homepage, yourrealityrecaps.com. It's basically just a way to support us monthly uh, with any amount that you guys want, and you can cancel anytime. It's super quick, easy, and fun, but not as fun as following us on all of our social media websites. We're on all of them, and in case you didn't figure it up and out, we love interacting with you. So again, right in that sidebar on the webpage, you can get to any of our social media websites, follow us, like us, share our content. That's a great way to help support us for free as well. But now let's get to what you guys really want to hear about. And it's the Real Housewives of Orange County Bravo blogs for this week. Now, first up is Tamara with her blog called I'm Gonna Be Tamma. And you know what else you're going to be is a liar. Because before we even get into this blog, people, how fake is Tamara this season? I mean, she even went on Watch What Happens Live and said she's basically doing everything to make a good show. She's making stuff up. It's ridiculous. I, I mean, we all know reality TV isn't real, but it's kind of like a slap in the face when she just outright admits that she's doing stuff for the camera. So what are we supposed to believe in her storylines? I don't know. You guys comment below and let me know what you think. And well, let's start her block. <laughs> so much has happened since I last did a block. Because as you guys know, they haven't done them in like two weeks. To be honest with you, the only thing that matters to me right now after watching this episode is my family. We honestly have been through hell and back this year. I can say I'm sorry until I'm blue in the face for telling Heather about the email and people will still rip me apart. 
I got it. I was wrong for not admitting to Shannon right away that I did tell Heather. I honestly thought, because it was going to be out there anyway, it was okay to tell Heather, until I saw the look on Shannon's face that moment. I knew immediately that I was wrong, and I tried to call her in the car on the way home. I continued to call her until she agreed to go to dinner with me. I might have a big mouth, but I know when I'm wrong, and I have no problem saying I'm sorry. Terry saying he was going to take the doors down. I have no idea where that came from. Yeah, you do. You made it up. Eric speaking. Back to Tamara. I have racked my brain and even thought to myself, did that somehow come out of my mouth? But I know those exact words never left my lips. I have a few conversations with Shannon in the beginning of the season about how the Debros and the De- and the Beaters and the Bedores do not get along. Could I have said jokingly, watch out, Shannon, the Debros are going to take you down? Terry doesn't even talk like that. Shannon and I, Shannon has said to me that I told her and David. So at dinner that night, I point blank asked David if he ever heard me saying that. And he said no. It hurts me that Vicky wouldn't back up that statement. And if she really believed I said that, then why didn't she say anything at the beach house? Why did she wait until she was in her interview to say that? Why? Because I never said it. Vicky seems to be stabbing me in the back in her interviews every chance she can. I have been very careful not to bring Brooke's name up at all this season out of respect for Vicky. I was asked by Shannon and Lizzie how I felt about Brooks, and I spoke the truth. I feel that it that there is someone better for her, and I don't think he's a good guy. If you remember, the last time I saw Brooks was at the reunion last year when Brianna dropped that bomb. I decided that I would give Brooks another chance, and I did. Vicky continues to blame me for Brianna not liking Brooks, which is a total joke to me. Brianna knew Brooks and made up her mind way before I ever even met him, and it doesn't look like she'll be changing her mind anytime soon. I guess it's easier for Vicky to blame me than to, I don't know, blame her own family? A few days before Ryan told me he was going to move in with Sarah, I was served with legal papers that my ex wanted to modify custody. A few days later, it was all over the news. My kids' faces were splashed all over the tabloids with horrible headlines. My children, the only thing that matters the most to me in the world, were being threatened. I had not slept in days and I had been crying nonstop. The news of Ryan's blood disorder had just shook our family and we were trying to wrap our minds around the diagnosis. Hemochromatosis is a generic blood disorder. In simple terms, your body produces too much iron. Yeah, I have the same exact thing, and you're being super overdramatic, Tamara. <laughs> there is no cure, and it's a lifetime of treatment and special diet. Or it's just being careful what you eat, and you're being overdramatic. Ryan goes in once a week to get his blood drained. If it's not treated, he could have liver failure, heart problems, diabetes, cancer, and many other life-threatening issues. This disease has nothing to do with him taking HGH. In fact, he never had taken HGH. We would never have known. In fact, if he had not taken it, we would have never have known about these issues until it was too late. So the good thing is Dr. Lee caught it before any damage was done to his organs. I understand Ryan is 28 years old and can make his own decisions, but a mother knows when a child is making a mistake. It's never a good idea to meet someone and get married right away. It takes time to get to know the person. I waited three years before I married Eddie, and there was still a time I felt like we rushed it, even though things are great. 
I felt Ryan was in such a good place in his life, working at Cut Fit and living the dream down in Balboa Island, I had never seen him so happy before. My biggest fear was that he would rush into marriage and end up divorced. As a mom, you never want your kids to experience the bad things that you have, and Eddie was right. I needed to just let him go and wish him well. But Sarah reminds me a lot of myself. She is a strong girl and has gone through a lot in her life. I admire Sarah and have gotten to know her better in the past few months. The wedding has been put on hold. Oh, of course it has, because you're probably trying to hock it to Bravo. Um, so I'm put on hold. As you might know, God had another plan for Sarah and Ryan before they got married. They are pregnant and expecting their baby on Valentine's Day. Right, which is clearly why they're getting married. Um, I'm glad she said that, because that's how I was going to end this, was letting you guys know that. Uh, this came as a big shock, but I'm happy to say that everyone is excited. I guess I'm getting the baby I wanted. I'm going to be a Tamma. All I have to do now is convince them to move closer. So what do you guys think of Tamra this week? I pretty much said all I have to say. I just, I'm annoyed with her. Honestly, I'm annoyed with her. I just, I just feel like she's being fake and I'm not buying it. And I think she's just desperately trying to stay on the show and remain relevant. And I just think it's stupid, but whatever you guys comment below and let me know what you think, because thus concludes the Bravo blog of Tamra. In top next is Vicky with her blog called this episode was hard to watch. Tonight's episode was a bit hard for me to watch. There are so many things that were shown tonight that, well, made it difficult to watch. When Lizzie's dinner beach at when we were at Lizzie's dinner beach party, I had a feeling something was going to go awry. Shannon and Heather had been at odds for a few weeks now, and Shannon just had enough. I don't think Shannon may have over, I think Shannon may have overreacted on it, but nevertheless, what she it's what she was feeling at the time. I decided to stay out of the commotion and just be there for Shannon if she needed me. I wasn't at Heather's home when Shannon came over, so I really don't know the whole story of how it went down. I saw it just the way all of you did. I did see Heather firmly ask Shannon to leave. However, I did not see Heather ever answer Shannon's question, who told you about the email? We all know that it was Tamara, but I think Shannon really wanted to hear it from Heather before she confronted her. After Shannon screamed, you will all hear the truth, and she was screaming and crying outside, I just found it very wrong for Heather to say, does she need an ambulance? <laughs> I thought it was freaking Awesome. First of all, it's Eric speaking, obviously. Um, again, here's the plus side of Tamara trying to do everything for the show. That was so Tamara's idea, and you just know she had the overall view of like the preseason preview video of having like ambulance coming to the house and how she could dramatically be running out to them. And ugh. I give you a point for that one, Tamara, but okay, I agree. It's so ridiculous. Anyway, just because someone is upset and crying doesn't mean you need to take them to the hospital. I don't think anything was going to be solved that night, so the only solution I could really come up with is to sh tell Shannon and David to leave the party. Tamara and Eddie receiving the news that Ryan is getting married to a woman with three kids only a few months after knowing her was shocking. I just don't see what's wrong with dating for at least a year. I mean, marriage should be a lifetime commitment, but it all too often ends up in divorce. And I believe anything that we do to increase the odds of that not happening should be done. I just hope they take it slower, date for a while, and then see how they are in a year. 
speaking from a personal viewpoint, I love marriage. I love commitment. But how the heck can you really know someone after only four months? Ugh. Lastly, my counseling session with Brianna was tough. The worst thing a parent can hear is that your child doesn't think they can do anything good enough. Brianna and I talked after this, and she told me that she knew I was upset when she and Ryan eloped, and she knew I didn't want her to go into the army for nursing. But I think it's also our role as a parent to not agree with every choice our children make. Brianna and I are close, and I hated to see her cry. It was very hard for me, and I've taken a good look at myself to try and be better, to try and be better with both Mike and Brianna by encouraging them in their choices, even if I don't necessarily agree with them. Lastly, we just wrapped up the reunion last week, and I think it will reveal a lot of things about this season. I'll be on Watch What Happens Live with Andy on July 28th, so be sure to tune in. Hope you all enjoyed tonight's episode and wishing you all a great week. Thus concludes the Bravo blog. Vicky. So what are we all thinking of, of Vicky this week? I mean, bleh, I just, I don't know. There's something weird going on with her this season. I just, I feel like she's trying to stay out of the drama too much. And I think she knows she has her, you know, job solidified. Although completely unrelated. Let me just say this before we get to the next blog. Oh my God. Did you guys see Nini on the like five year uh, anniversary show of Watch What Happens Live when she finally admitted that she didn't want to go to the reunion and that's why she was in such a horrible, nasty mood the whole time, but that Andy said that they wouldn't pay her because they were like holding her check until until after the reunion to get her to go and that's why she was so pissed i think that is hysterical um let me know what you think below in the comment section on that and i am ready to move over to heather with her blog called i did owe shannon an apology sorry i've been mia i had an epidural to relieve the pain from my sciatica I get one every year or so, and this time it got a little complicated. I would just like to point out, you guys think I'm making it up that I had to like go two weeks before doing a show last week. No, none of them were doing blogs. Um, they poked a little hole, and I ended up spilling some spinal fluid into the epidural space for five days. Anyone that's ever had this um, knows that it's a headache of epic proportions. Finally, I went back in and they fixed it with a blood patch the day before we shot the reunion. Okay, this is disgusting. Why am I reading this? I felt like I had been hit by a bus. I kept thinking, why couldn't I get Botox and filler before a reunion like a normal housewife? Anyway, I'm glad to have it behind me and the reunion behind me for that matter. I think you'll all agree it's a great end to a great season. Oh, wow. I, this whole time, I'm sitting here thinking, because I know the Real Housewives of New York uh, reunion starts next week, so this is good to know that this show's wrapping up, too. But don't worry, because we're covering Bravo, reading up, uh, not Bravo, <laughs> we're covering uh, Real Housewives of New Jersey Bravo blogs for you, and John is covering Game of Crowns, and he's starting a new show called Tea Time with Princess Glammy, the Bravo aficionado, where they're going to do a live show each week covering all Bravo shows on top of our Real Housewives of New Jersey audio blogs and his Game of Crowns um, cast interviews and stuff. Anyway, like how I just slipped that into <laughs> the Heather thing. You can check all of it out at bravotv.com. But okay, let's get back to Heather. Dinner party at Lizzie's part two. 
If Shannon was looking for an apology from me, why at a dinner party? Why start the party with, do the Jabros want to take us down? Why not talk to me privately before the party? I actually ran into, um, but sorry, I totally, my page skips. <laughs> and we know we don't edit these. I ran into Shannon at the hairdresser a couple hours before the party, and we made polite conversation. I was sort of hoping we could have a nice time at Lizzie's party and put some distance between our troubles and then talk. Having said that, I did owe her an apology, but that doesn't mean that everything is my fault. It seems every time Shannon has a reason to be mad at Tamara that she gets a pass and it gets deflected onto me. I did realize that I haven't been able to get to let it go with Shannon because I felt at this time she was hurting my relationship with Tamara. When Shannon stormed out of Lizzie's party, she was obviously upset. I didn't go outside to see what was going on because clearly I was part of the problem and I didn't want to make it worse. I asked if we should call an ambulance because as the other women came back in the house, they were talking about Shannon as if she was having a mental breakdown. After watching the footage, I see this clearly wasn't the case. I thought it was gutsy of Shannon to come back into the house and say goodbye. Not many people would have done that. Anyway, next week there are many laughs, thank goodness, and a bit of a twist in relationships that I hope you'll enjoy. Until then, be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram for behind-the-scenes photos and information on me and the whole Debro family. So where are we all weighing in on Shannon and Heather, you know, this whole season, really? I do feel like the drama's legitimate. I hate that I'm on Shannon's side, but I do kind of feel like Heather, you know, could have just accepted her apology when she went to her house. But, you know, Shannon's also clearly crazy, and she's trying to claim Christmas, and we all know that's my holiday. So back the F off Shannon is what I have to say about that. But let me know what you guys think in the comments, because thus can Includes the Bravo blog of Heather. <laughs> Up next is Lizzie with her blog called Tamara is Stirring Up the SHIT. I hope everyone is having a fabulous summer. I apologize for not having my blog written the last few weeks. I had a jam-packed week finishing up my new collection for Sun Kitten 2015, filming the reunion, and getting ready for the New York City trip for Watch What Happens Live. I'm writing this on my flight, and I'm going to cover this week and a little bit of last week's episode, which covered my dinner party at my family's beach house and the Take the Bedores Down comment that was said or not said and made up and pulled out of thin air. First off, let me say I had a great time planning this party with Christian. I think he did a great job rehabbing the property, and I was happy with how everything turned out. We were very excited to be hosting an event for everyone. I had the party catered by Mozambique, a local Laguna Beach restaurant. I thought the fire dancers were also a great addition. Little did I know that this was going to not be all of the fireworks that we had that night. As everyone sat down to dinner, you could literally feel the awkward tension. Whether anyone said anything or not, there was just an uneasiness in the air. What are my thoughts on the take to the Bedores down comment? I don't think Shannon made it up. I truly believe Tamara told her that. I have never known Shannon to lie. Do I think Terry made the comment? No, I honestly don't think he said it. But here's my thing. If he did or didn't, why would your very close friend say that to somebody else? 
First of all, if it was said and that's your very good friend, you don't repeat it. Second of all, if it wasn't said, why would you make it up? It's either to hurt someone or to instigate drama. Either way, it wasn't a good move on Tamara's part. What's strange to me is that neither Heather nor Terry got upset at all with Tamara. All of the blame is put on Shannon, and she didn't even bring it up at the table. It seems like a contrived act to stir S up. So once again, Shannon and Heather are going at it because of something Tamara said. I wasn't out on the balcony, aka the conference room, when everyone went out there. I didn't see or hear what happened until I watched the episode. All I saw was Shannon flying into the dining area and fleeing to the front door. I can see that she was frustrated. Now words are being put in her mouth and no one is even letting her talk. My only goal was to calm down Shannon and perhaps persuade her to stay. It was interesting to see Tamara say that Shannon was clearly drunk, then plead with her that she was there to support her, then later both Heather and Tamara saying she needs medical attention and clinical help. I don't think Shannon needs psychiatric help. What happened was she snapped. It happens to the best of us. Heck, even I eventually snap, but you'll have to wait to see that. There's only so much a person can take. After the party, I reached out to Shannon because I was worried about her. I had not invested much in a close relationship with Shannon up until this point, and it's clear that I didn't know what was really going on. But the math was not adding up. What was very important was that she did need a friend with whom she could trust. Shannon was very gracious, and she apologized to me more than once for what happened at the dinner party. Heather also apologized, but Tamara, who seemed to be the root of the drama never apologized. However, she said she didn't even remember what happened at the party, so I'm guessing she forgot, much like she forgot she told Shannon and Vicky that Terry was going to take the Medoras down. I hope everyone has a great weekend, and don't forget to watch me on Watch What Happens Live with Andy. I'm shooting the 2015 Sun Kitten Swimwear campaign this week, and I'm so excited for you all to see my new designs for the upcoming collection. XOXO! Thus concludes the Bravo blog of Lizzie. End up last because OMG, you guys, we actually had everyone do a blog this week. It is so exciting. So I saved the best for last. Shannon with her blog called Tamra is Stirring the Pot. The beginning of tonight's episode is quite ridiculous, in my opinion. While I'm not proud of the fact that I got upset and ruined Lizzie's dinner party, I am human and I had reached my limit. My outburst was far from a psychotic break or needing an ambulance. These exaggerations are just nonsense. I went to Lizzie's party expecting Tamara to tell me the truth about her numerous statements that Terry wanted to take the Medoras down. She was not truthful. In her commentary, she denies making the comments to me and then questions if she even might have. When you don't tell the truth, I guess it's difficult to keep your stories straight. She told both Vicky and I that Terry made that statement. Once Tamara betrayed me again, I was not going to have Heather tell me how I could continue to yell at her. I wanted to get away from her and Tamara. I wanted to get some air, and as I stormed out of the house, Tamara would not let go of me. She was dragging me and kept holding on to my arms and face. I asked her to get away from me, and she wouldn't let me go or leave me alone, and this only... Er- uh, uh, oh, God, I can't say the word. Uh, 
exacerbated. It's not the right way to say, you know, exaggerated. It made her behavior worse is what she's saying. Um, You can clearly see Tamara stirring the pod in this episode. She came outside with me and said that she was sorry and that she supported me 100%. And then she went inside to tell Heather that she tried to restrain me and that I wasn't in a sound state of mind. That's an inaccurate account once again. I was very proud of how David handled everything. He knew the best thing to do was leave the party, and he was right. I have never left a party like that, and so I thought it was best to address the group and express my apologies for my outburst. He defended me in front of the group, and I was incredibly appreciative for that. I was flabbergasted when I watched the scene with Heather, Tamara, and Danielle the next day. Tamara told the women that I was scary. She states that she doesn't remember the last half of the night, yet she continues to recount the events incorrectly. I remember the whole night. I'm also disturbed by Tamara saying that I drink vodka straight. (laughs) I do not, and she knows it. If Tamara isn't a good drinker and she doesn't do well with drinks, maybe she should be looking at herself. Enough with making up false statements about me. Heather says that she can't do any more in quotes, mean. It's hard for me to comprehend multiple apologies as mean behavior towards her. What I think is mean is the fact that Heather has not apologized for kicking me out of her house. Heather has continually said that she has asked me to leave and not kicked me out. And in this episode, you hear her use her actual words that she kicked me out. I am only going to address this next issue one time because it does not deserve any life. However... Before this show, my husband and I were very low-key and not known by many in town. I have never heard a rumor around town that I was crazy, and bottom line, I'm not crazy. I do not need professional help. The ridiculous accusations need to stop. I appreciate Lizzie's support after the party, and she understands that I have no reason to make up the statement that Terry wanted to take the Bedoras down, and she is starting to see how certain things are being fabricated about my character. So, until next week, please follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and check out my website, shannonbedore.com. So, thus concludes the Bravo blog of Shannon, and I just have to say, there's this whole thing is so crazy. I think Shannon is, again, for lack of a better word, crazy. Um, But, I don't know. I just, it all almost seems to me made up. Like, everyone's kind of in on it, or the old cast is in on it, and they're trying to create good drama and make the new cast members be the ones to take the fall. You know, kind of like Danielle. You guys do know who Danielle is. The cast member who's had three lines this whole season, yet she's, like, in the credits and all over the website, but who the hell is she? I don't know. Anyway, um, like I said earlier, don't forget, uh, John is covering the Game of Crowns ladies with interviews and comedic blog recaps all seasons. He's also doing the Real Housewives of New Jersey Bravo blogs starting next week. I've done the first two, and he's doing a show, Tea Time with Glammy, which is a live show where they take your questions and answers, and it's all about Bravo. And it's, you know, it's on video. And you can watch on our website at bravo at yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. And I believe it will be starting next Tuesday, which is the 29th. (laughs) 
Well, that about wraps up our Bravo blogs from the ladies for this week. Now, don't forget to check out the other Bravo blogs being read to you by me over on our website, yourrealityrecaps.com slash bravo. And hey, you should also know John is doing video vlogs as well that you can see over on our website or our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash realityrecaps. And if you watch them over there, thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Do you know why? Because it helps support us a lot too. And of course, Zach and our other bloggers are also blogging The Real Housewives. So we got you guys covered no matter how you want to get your Bravo content. And of course, all of it is over at yourrealityrecaps.com slash Bravo. But did you know Bravo shows aren't the only ones we cover? Oh, that's right. We also do Big Brother, Survivor, Amazing Race, The Bachelorette, RuPaul's, new shows like The Quest and Utopia. We will be covering Opposite Worlds, so much more. You just need to go head over to our website, yourrealityrecaps.com to check out all of our exclusive content, cast interviews, live streaming parties, and so much more that you guys are not going to find anywhere else. And of course, if you want to support us, well, listen to the start of this podcast again, because I told you all the ways you can. So until next week, when we're back with the next round of the Ladies Housewives vlogs, I'll see you guys all soon. Bye for now, everybody.